Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for Spirit Tribal and Magic the Gathering. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the Azorius Challenger Spirit Deck that's in my hands. Also, Watsy screwed up and fixed it before it hit the printers. Are you curious? I hope so. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me at Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how I'm doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or I shouldn't quit my day job? And then finally, MTG Ectoplasm.com. That's right. I got my website where I post the latest and greatest episodes there and if you want to donate or sponsor an episode just like this one ladies and gentlemen you can do that there now like i ask you each and every single week now i humbly ask i simply request ladies and gentlemen no matter where you're streaming this wherever you're listening to this voice of mine there's a follow, like, subscribe button somewhere. It's on your lower right-hand side or could be on your upper left-hand side. I have no clue what your streaming service is using. But hit, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. Why? Is that when I upload this podcast, you can get it immediately, expeditiously, ASAP. Why wait? And I'll remember, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not charging you a dime. A nickel, a peso, a ruby, a ruble, uh, a inti, a sol. Uh, I'm not charging you euros. Nothing. It's free. All right? And do me a favor also. Tell your friends and family what you think about the podcast. And maybe because this Azorius Challenger deck is going to introduce more spirit players, maybe you're going to introduce them by giving them one of these bad boys. You know what? Tell them about the show. They might like it and they might enjoy the show. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let me begin by saying I want to thank the thousands and thousands of you worldwide making this your number one spot for spirit tribal content. Also for Magic the Gathering content. I am humbled. I am appreciated. I enjoy the emails that I get from you. Thank you. Now, uh, last week I made an announcement thanks to my engineer, the ravishing Renata. She allowed me not the allow me to purchase uh, this Azorius, uh, Azorius Spirits Challenger deck, but not only one, but I have two here in my hands. Now you're going to go, so Dwight, well, that's kind of selfish. Do you really need more than one if you even play Spirits? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I've posted that I have my Spirit decks, but I, I wanted to get one for myself because there's a version of spirits that i don't play that i want to play in pioneer and I'll, I'll explain that as we go but there's an announcement that i made last episode and it's a contest i don't like doing contests because it's really a silly way of trying to get people to listen to you i'm not about that i really am not but i saw the opportunity here because i love spirits and why not share my spirit love with the community the spirit squad so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give away one of these challenger decks, one of these bad boys for you, all right? 
And I'm going to explain to you a little later on during the show how you can get your hands on it. Now, usually I can't ship this internationally. Things have changed. I will ship this to you internationally. I just hope and pray that you can get it. So if you're in the U.S., you get a chance to get it. If you're not in the U.S., you have a chance to get it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get started on segment number one. Numero uno. Number one in your uh, mind and number one in your hearts, right? The reason why I'm doing this, ladies and gentlemen, why I'm going to be talking about this Azoria Spirits Challenger deck is because... Guess what? They just got released. That's right. These spirit, uh, these Pioneer Challenger decks. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about that got released was the Lotus Field Combo. It's black, green, and blue. The next one was Mono Red Burn, obviously just red. Then you have the Orzov Auras, white, black. And then the Zoria Spirits, which is blue, white. Now, uh, if you listen to my previous episode, I you would have listened me listened to me talk about the top five decks in Pioneer, and amazingly, three of these, three of these, made my top five. Now you're gonna go, well, why not all four? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. As much as I like Lotus Field Combo, I don't think it's the best of the best of the best when it comes to Pioneer. So I'm going to ask you kindly do me a favor. After you listen to this wonderful episode, go back and listen to the previous episode, and you can see my thoughts on it and my thoughts on spirits. Now, this is being these these pioneer decks are available allegedly at your LGSs, and they were released October fifteenth. I'm going to be quite sincere with you, ladies and gentlemen. My local LGSs did not have them. They did not have them in hand when I went and knocked on the doors and said, hey, I'm here for the Challenger decks. They're like, uh, we won't get it till next week. Or it's being shipped, but I don't know when I'm going to get my hands on it. I was like, okay, well, can I put reserve or can I... Can I put some money down on it? No, no, no. It's first come, first serve. I've, I actually had an LGS tell me, well, we're not breaking them up. You have to purchase all four at the same time. So if you want two spirits, you're going to have to buy a total of eight decks. As much as I like that LGS, no, I'm not doing that. Now, what I did do is something that I've warned you, ladies and gentlemen, not to do. So shame on me. But I wanted to make sure I had it in my hands before this episode. I went to Amazon. Okay. Something I tell everybody, do not do this. Do not, do not, do not, do not go to your LGS, support your LGS, so on and so forth. But I I had to, to get this episode out. So just because of that, I just say, I humbly am sorry. Please forgive me. But that's the only way I was able to get this because God knows I wouldn't get this in my hands probably for another two weeks because of the issues with the LGSs and their shipments. So, thank you, but I'm sorry. Now, why am I discussing this? Because I love Pioneer, and Pioneer needs love. It needs your love. It needs your support because this is a format, okay? It's supposed to be one of these non-rotating formats 
that are available to us players. Now, I don't know if you're aware, but if you look at modern right now, modern is extremely, extremely, did I mention extremely expensive? It's ridiculous. Hands down, it's terribly ridiculous. With Pioneer, you're getting good decks, very solid decks. Me, I'm not going to tell you at a fraction of a cost, but maybe you're getting certain decks, eh, let's say a third, maybe half the price of what you would pay for modern. It's not as quick as modern. May not have the efficiency as modern because, you know, modern has a lot of the answers. But Pioneer is a solid format, and because it's a paper format, such as a player like myself who enjoys paper, we got to support it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking and begging you, please support this format because it's a fun format. And also, it doesn't hurt that the tribe you enjoy, the reason why you come and listen to this episode, the spirits, we're kicking ass. This spirit deck here, okay, maybe not this particular version of this challenger deck but it's the the spirit deck wins all right there are three versions of this deck that kick ass constantly that's the mono blue snow belt that's the azorius belt and the band belt no ends of subbuts about it they're always in my shout out section each and every week now i'm telling you right now if you're a new player and you're going, what deck should I pick up, Dwight? I'm going to be honest with you. The Azoria Spirit deck. If you're an old player and you're going, Dwight, what deck should I pick up? The Azoria Spirit deck. Now, you're going to go, well, that's a bit biased, isn't it? You 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 have a spirit content. You 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 got your thing MTG ectoplasm. That's boo sheet. You got a wonderful little coffee mug with a spirit guy on it. Aren't you being a bit biased, Dwight? Yes and no. Of course I'm being biased because I want you to buy this thing so you can constantly listen to me talk about how great spirits are. But at the same time, no, because the deck hands down is a solid good deck even if you play it out of the box now everyone gonna tell you you open this thing up and you go to fnm and you're gonna win right away no hate to tell you that no but can you build can you grow can you uh update the deck to make it a top tier deck in pioneer Yes. Can you uh, fix it and get it to where you need to go so you can uh, compete in modern? Yes. Yes, you can. It doesn't matter who picks up this deck. This deck, hands down, is solid. Solid. Solid as a rock. Now, you're going to say, well, Dwight, what's in this? Well, this has more rares. This 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 Azoria Spirit Challenger deck has more rares than any other one. Right now it has 23 commons, 20 uncommons, 31 rares and one mythic. One mythic. Now, 56% of this deck is blue, 25% of it's white, and then another 19% is multicolored. 
So you you see, it's not a hundred fifty fifty split color. It's more leaning blue. This is a tribal deck. So of course, thirty one out of this deck, forty six percent of this deck is creature based. There's thirty one. Then you got your lands, uh, twenty three at thirty one percent. Then instance sixteen. There's sixteen of them, which is twenty one percent, and then four enchantments, which make up five percent of the deck. Now you're gonna go, Dwight. What is the mythic rare? Can you share with us what this mythic rare is? How badass is this? And how how much will it make us win? Is it like is it a winning card for us? Is it you know the the finisher? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it sure as hell ain't a finisher. It's Brazen Borrow. Brazen Borrower. Okay? Brazen Borrower, I struggle saying it, is a theory that came out during Throne of Eldraine. A 3 1 that has flesh and flying. Yep. One generic, two, uh, two blue. It also had a thing. Uh, a spell on it, an adventure said that said petty theft. You play uh, a, a generic in a blue, return target non land permanent back to the opponent's uh, opponent's uh, control. But, you know, return the damn the permanent back to their hands. Now, people are going, well, Dwight, this is a fairy. What the hell is a fairy doing in spirits? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen other content makers ask the same question. Uh, one is a professor at a particular, you know, academic school, and he said that made no sense. What the hell is it doing in there? And I'll tell you why he doesn't know, because he never played spirits. That's not his thing. He's a merfolk guy. He provides great content, and I don't want to besmirch him. I, I really like the guy, Brian. I'm a big fan of Brian. But when it came to Brazen Borrower and many other content makers out there, they look at Brazen Borrower and go, just throw their hands up. It's like, what is Watsy doing? This could have been a different card that could have been filled. What is the shenanigans here? And this is the shenanigans. I'm going to tell you why. In Pioneer's earliest days, Azoria Spirits was the key deck, was the it deck. Yeah, it was around, but it didn't have the efficiency yet because it had issues with the mana base. Till this day, we still have issues with the mana base, Azorius and Bant. But Azorius was able to work with its interactions against our opponents. So Brazen Borrow was in the deck. Most people ran around two to three in their main board. How do I know this? Because there was a Star City Games event that was held in New Jersey, in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I was there. I was playing Azorius Spirits then. I remember going to toe-to-toe with Feather Decks. And, uh... Some other decks here and there. I I was playing against them. And I was using Brazen Borrower. 
Breeze and Barra at that time was about a $25 car and it was a pain in the ass to get your hands on because everybody knew that was the chase, one of the chase rares from Throne of Eldraine. So when people go, well, why is it in the deck? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to consider that this box that I have in my hand that has this the spirit deck in it, it usually takes them about a year and a half to two years to build this, to make this. So what happened two years ago? They introduced the Pioneer format. Pilots like myself, we brewed, we put Brazen Barrow in it, and we were winning. We were kicking ass. Watsy sat there and said, well, you know what? If this this one of these decks kick ass, you know what? Let's, let's send it up. Let, let's put this thing for printing so we can then have Pioneer become a stronger format. And then, unfortunately, the pandemic hit, Corona. And it just destroyed everything, uh, part of our lives. We lost, you know, games. We lost our fun. We lost interaction with friends. And worst of all, some of us lost friends and family. Even to this day, ladies and gentlemen, there's some of us that just will never get over this. And we just got to, you know, just keep on moving forward. Because you get hit in the, you know, punched in the face doesn't mean you lay down. No, you get punched in the face, you stand back up and keep on moving forward. And you constantly move forward. So I want to thank Wansi for making this because I'm moving forward with my life. I'm not going to sit there, get punched in the face and sit down. And I hope you do the same thing with moving forward and move forward with Pioneer and not give up on it. Now, like I said before, this Pioneer deck, the Cesarius deck, is it competitive? <sighs> That's my honest answer. A giant sigh. Because there's a lot of cards that are missing to make it completely competitive. Now, what I will tell you is this deck is $40. The value in it exceeds $40. It's almost double. Almost double. So for, if you ask me, Dwight, should I buy? Why not? What do you have to lose? You can tinker this and transform it any way you want. So, for example, if you have the modern deck, the modern Azorius and modern Bant, well, all you got to do is pick this up, you know, get this thing to competitive level, and now you have not only a, you know, a modern version, but you also have a pioneer version. Is that a bad thing? To me, that's a win-win. That's a good thing. So you don't have to constantly separate. Oh, I, I, uh, does this meet the, the pioneer standard? Does this meet the modern standard? Now you can play modern and pioneer and not have to worry about nothing. And the best part is because cards are constantly coming out, you know, it, it, it may benefit you in the long term to go into pioneer because modern is so expensive. Now, who should buy this? New players, 
Of course, hands down. All players, yes. And why? Because the deck is fun. Hands down, the deck is 100% fun. Can this deck be upgraded? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. This deck can be 100% upgraded. But it's up to you, ladies and gentlemen, for you to pick your poison. hate to say it that way, but it's the God's honest truth. There are three different ways that you can upgrade this deck. Either you go the mono blue snow build, you do the Azorius build, or you do the Bant build. Now, you're going to go, Dwight, well, uh, I'm a new player. Or, I've been playing Spirit for a while now in Modern, but I really don't know anything about the Pioneer format. That's okay. That's where you're listening to the show. The Mono Blue Snow format is basically the mana base is just streamlined. It's Mono Blue. Okay? There's, you know, a splash of flash and interaction. Just a flash. Just a splash. Nothing big. In Azorius, it's more interactive. The only issue is the mana base. For some reason, Watsi hasn't decided to give the allied colors, the friend colors, good lands. To this day, I don't understand what, 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 why Watsi is dragging their feet for. You know, the enemy colors have, have their colors, Shouldn't the ally colors have them too? Then Bant. Bant is this just one of these decks, the versions of this deck that just, just kicks ass, man. It just vomits out creatures. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna play a Coco. Boom! There's there you go. Now this is Azorius, not Bant. So guess what? There's no Cocos in there. So guess what? If you're gonna upgrade this deck. Yep, you're going to need Coco. Now, what I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, to upgrade these decks, you got you got a good solid foothold. you got a solid beginning with these decks. Unfortunately, the question is how much are you willing to be, how much are you willing to spend? Do you want to be cheap or do you not want to be cheap? Depends on you. I'm going to go cheap this time. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a version of this deck that I've never tried, the Mono Blue Snow Belt, and it's the cheapest version. I mean, of course, you have to buy the deck first, and then you upgrade. Now, the version, the upgraded version does not include sideboards. And there, you're going to go, well, why? And this is the reason why. It's hard for me to sit there and give you a sideboard because I don't know how your current meta is set up. Only you will know that. You have to look at your LGS and go, well, they're playing more of this or they're playing more of that. If you, like, it, it, you have my email, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know. What are the top eight decks you, you place, you, you face in the format? I can easily tell you, hands down, what cards to put on the sideboard. So with these upgrades, every single one that I'm going to tell you, no sideboard, not including them. So with the Mono Blue Snow Build, where I'm going to start with number one, the first version, total upgrade cost is $69. $69. 
Now, the cards that you will be removing from the challenger deck is a brazen borrower. Let me just tell you that's a good thing because you could trade that card in because that card is worth money. It's worth value. I've seen it between the value of $15 to $20. The next one, two remorseful clerics. They're gone. One selfless spirit, gone. Two spell queller, because there are only two spell quellers in the deck. They're gone. Four watcher of the spheres, they're gone. Four imperial eagles, gone. Then, of course, the lands. All the lands are gone in this deck, every single one. Why? Because if you're playing a mono blue snow build, guess what you're not playing with? You're not playing with anything but mm, mm, basically snow-covered islands. You're playing 20 snow-covered islands and two faceless havings. That's your land base. You're putting in four curious obsessions. So, creature-wise, because this deck only has two Mausoleum Wanderers, you're going to add two more. You're going to add two Noble Guest Heroes. One Shackle Geist, because I'm only running three. Then cards that I'm telling you, because of snow, you definitely want to add is Ascendant Spirits. This is one card that I poo-pooed. If you listen to my early days to this podcast... I poo-pooed all over this card, and hands down, I realized I was wrong. I was hands down wrong. And then finally, two Spectral Adversary. So for $69, it's not a bad build. It's quick. It's efficient. It has flash. It has some interaction. And the mana base is effective. Hands down, effective. In the Azorius build, the upgrade, this hurts my soul, is a $164 upgrade in the the main deck. Now, the best part is Brazen Barrer is one of the cards you can get rid of. And for $15-$20, you can trade that into your LGS and get some of these cards. Now, what I will tell you from this point on, with the Azorius and the Bant build, the money, the true money of these decks is going to be in your land base. As I explained it to a friend back in the day, the most expensive thing that you will ever own in life, in real life that is, is land, property, because they're not making more of it. What you see is what you get on this planet. And if you can own a little piece of it, it's yours, and it's going to always go up in value. Well, same thing is true when it comes to Magic the Gathering. If you can own pieces of land here and there, it will go up in value, and rarely does it decrease in value. Because guess what? Once it's there, usually... They're not making more. So, as I said, Azorius, the upgrade is $164. So, one of the cards, Brazen Borrow, is gone. Two Remorseful Clerics, gone. 
the instance lofty denial the four of them and two spell peers gone now when it comes to the lands for the four temple of enlightenment gone two islands gone and then five planes that's it they're all gone those all those cards bye-bye have a nice day arrivederci hopefully my italian people are like oh he spoke a little italian now the cards that are coming in that you want to add that that's going to be the worth that's going to cost you that pretty penny the 164 two selfless spirit three noble guest herald two spell quellers one shackle geist and two Muslim wanderers. Now I know some of you are like, well, Dwight, where are you getting these lists from? These t- these lists are coming from the top uh, players right now in spirits. Now, the really expensive part here, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready. Two mana confluences. Those are twenty five dollars a pop. Pop. You're talking about fifty bucks right there. Four hollowed fountains. They're about ten dollars a piece. That's four, uh, that right there, $40. That's 90 total right there and just six cards. And then hinge, uh, hinge gate or miss gate pathways, which are 10 bucks a piece. Most of your money's right there, ladies and gentlemen, that land base. But once you have it, ladies and gentlemen, what I'll tell you is you have it forever and you don't have to worry about upgrading unless once decides to make even bigger and better land for you. And, I say in the short term, if you're going to upgrade these decks, I hope they don't do, but selfishly I do because I already have the land bases. At least I'm being honest, right? And then finally comes our Bant, our Bant Spirits. Now, as you heard before, the Mono Blue version, $69, the Azorius $164. Bant is double. Not double the mono blue. Basically, Azorius was double the mono blue. Bant is double the Azorius build at $324.50. Now, if you're going to go, Dwight, which version should I build because of the fact that uh, I want to win? Well, let, let me tell you about this, and then we can discuss that. Cards you should remove from this Pioneer Challenger deck. One Brazen Borrower. Two Remorse for Cleric. Cleric, sorry. Two Spectral Sailors. Four Lofty Denials. Two Spell Pierce. And then basically almost all the lands. Two Glacial Fortress, four Temple of Enlightenment, six Plains, eight Islands. Now, I don't know if you noticed, the mana base in this deck, this Pioneer Challenger deck, is an absolute horrendous thing. It shouldn't surprise you, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is something that Watsi does even in their Commander sets. Even decks prior to even Commander being out, they never gave you great lands, ever. They give you good creatures, or solid reprints, but never great lands. So the cards that you're going to need to put in to make a Bant deck, you know, with the Azorius Challenger deck, one Selfless Spirit, two Skyclave Apparition, two Spellqueller, 
to Mausoleum Wanderers. Now, part of me wonders why Wansi never added the two spell quellers into Mausoleum Wanderers to round it out. But because the fact that they already gave you 31 rares, I can see why. Next thing you know, you're going to have to add four collected company at $22 a pop. Each collected company at $22, just letting you know. Man, a confluence, 25 bucks. That's one. One breeding pool at 24 Then two branch loft or boulder loft pathways, which are $6 a pop. Two bark channel or tide channel pathways, which are $8.50. Then you have the hinge gate, mist gate pathways, which are 10 bucks. Then three botanical sanctum, $7. Three uh, temple garden, $13. And four hollow fountains at 10. Now, I don't know if you noticed, ladies and gentlemen, the mana base is what kills you. And collected company. And collected company should kill you because it's a freaking amazing card. Hands down, amazing card. So, you have your poison, ladies and gentlemen. Which poison will you pick? Will you be cheapy like me at $69? Will you go with the generic 164, which is not, you know, it's expensive, but not, not, not too bad. And then you go to the, I hate to say the Ferrari of uh, the deck, the Lamborghini, the Borgatti, depending on what type of vehicle you like, as long as it's not a, uh, uh, you know, you could do a hybrid, maybe, maybe like a Tesla, but eh, I wouldn't call it a Tesla deck. So, Mono Blue 69, Azorius 164, Bant 32450. Now, which version do you like? Me personally, I'm building the Mono Blue Snow. Why? Because I like the efficiency. I like how it plays. I have the Azorius deck. I have the Bant Bant deck in Modern. Yeah, I could upgrade it and put, make it a pioneer version. Of course, I can. But I, I want to, I want to challenge myself and do something different. That's the reason why I'm doing it. Now, for a new player, hands down, I'll tell you, start mono blue, see how it feels. For the experience, you know, the middle player, uh, more experienced player. The Azorius, because it allows you to see the interactivity with the cards. And then if you're going to compete, you either get the Azorius or Bant, even though the Mono Blue Snowbolt can win. Because in my shout-out section, I shout out all three versions. It depends on what you consider your particular taste in poison. I can't be more honest than that, ladies and gentlemen. But I want you to like this. I want you to sit there and feel comfortable and go, you know what? This is not a bad investment. It's a solid investment. It's nice. If you look at the box, it's pretty. It's it's a cardboard that's shiny. It has spell quiller in the front. With a giant 13, nothing on the left-hand side. Then on the right-hand side, it just... 
oh, well, you know, if you want to learn more about the deck, go over here, or you want to speak to Watsi, oh, well, you know, contact them here. In the back, it says, Azoria Spirits, these ghosts are friendly to you. Take to the skies with the squadron of spirits and other flyers that bring your opponent crashing down. Contents, it's a battle-ready 60-card deck with 15-card sideboard. That's cool. I like it. And I guarantee you will, too. Hell, you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't like spirits. And if you, you know, if you have your modern deck, try it out. You already, what do you have to lose? I guarantee you already have the upgrades. And if you're a new player, yeah, you could pick one of the other ones, but hands down, spirits is going to crash you. We're going to, we're going to constantly kick your butt left and right. So when I just come to the party and know you're on the winning side, just throwing it out there. Now in segment number two. Watsy screwed up. Now, I don't know if you're aware, but there was a secret layer that came out. And that secret layer was Stranger Things. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That phenomenal TV show that's on Netflix got magic cards. So you can pick up Eleven or uh, or uh, the uh, Hopper. Or so on and so forth. Like, I don't have the thing in front of me, but you can play as Will the Wise. Now, the reason why I bring that up, Will the Wise, is because not only is it a powerful card, but Watsy screwed up. And I don't think they did it intentionally. That's just me, and I'm, you know, me. I don't go out of my way to support or defend Watsy. Usually don't. But what happened is that for those who are unaware, and I was completely unaware of this, this caught me completely off guard, that the card, Will the Wise, his character in uh, Stranger Things is a queer character. It's part of the LBTQ community. Wasn't aware of that. But the writers of the show said, so, so, I'm going with it. Fine. That's what he is. That's what he is. So be it. Now, in the background, you will see some, you know, well, well, you see him clutching with his little bolt cut. And in the background, you see a little banner with little triangles that read out to say, homecoming. Unfortunately, his head is covering too many words and it reads something different. Something that people would find offensive in the LBGT community. And because of that reason, the outcry was loud. I think, you know, honestly, I think it's it was unintentional. I don't think the artist was aware. It was accidental. I know if I was an artist and I just did that, I would I would have never thought twice and then gone, ooh, if this is what it is, we need to change it. And fortunately, Watsy stepped in and said, we got to talk to the artist or we're going to do something and we're going to have to modify it. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They are doing that. They're modifying the card to remove 
what some people would have considered an offensive word toward that community. I think it was unintentional, but it you know if it's you know offensive, it's offensive. You can't hide that. So I'm happy and proud that once he stepped up the game and said, you know what, before these cards get printed, let's fix it. So I applaud Watsy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that and supporting that community. Now, before I go to segment number three, the shout out section, I have to tell you about my announcement where you can win. Once again, the deck that I've been talking about this whole entire episode. This is Zorius Pioneer Challenger deck. The way you can win this deck that's in my hand. I don't know if you hear it. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Still in the box. Never opened. I'm shaking the left and right so you can hear it. Ooh, I accidentally hit the microphone. Oh, yes, dear. Some of us can see. Some of them who are going to be watching on YouTube, they're going to be like, oh, I can see it on YouTube. You don't have to shake sword. But, you know, there, there is a listening audience, and they can't hear see it, but they can hear it. That, that could be yours. And this is what you have to do. On October 28th, I'm on a sh- I'll be on a show called The Weekly Catch-Up hosted by handsome and the other guy you can watch this on twitch october 28th at 9 p.m there's a channel the and it's called rec productions it's the channel w-r-e-c-k the letter d productions rec productions during that live stream during that halloween episode there's a uh, a skit that I do called Dirk Declan, Demon Destroyer, Paranormal Investigator, Changing the World by Exercising Ghosts One at a Time in New Jersey. Yeah, that's the title. All the whole damn thing's the whole title. After that episode, you're going to see a keyword pop up, and it's what you have to do as soon as you see that. You go to my Twitter immediately. And on my Twitter page, you put in that code word. The first person that puts in that code word gets the Cesarius Pioneer Challenger deck free of charge. You don't pay for shipping. You don't pay for it. It's me. It's all on me. And thanks to the Ravishing Renata, my engineer who told me to just say, just show the camera. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, October 28th, 9 p.m. That's a Thursday. October 28th, 9 p.m., Thursday. Rec Productions channel on Twitch. Handsome and the other guy is the show. Well, it's uh, the weekly catch-up with Handsome and the other guy. I'm, I'm, I say I'm handsome. The other guy says he's handsome, but... It's a fun, lively show where we have fun, we talk, we debate, and talk nonsense. You may laugh, you may cry, or pee a little, or they poop a little, depending on, you know, what you're doing. So, 
Now you know that's the announcement. That's how I'm giving away this challenger deck, and I hope to see you there. And please sit there and say, "Hey, you know, I, hey Dwight the uh, D Blanco, I'm you know I'm, I I listen to your podcast all the time on NTGX Plus. Shoot me out. Let me know. That that would be fun because I know my friends at Rec Production are, are excited to have me on that show. So I want to share my love, you know, and give them a little love too. Now, finally, ladies and gentlemen, comes segment number three, the shout-out section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Did you make it? I hope so. And if you didn't, ladies and gentlemen, have fear, have no fear, have no worry. Guess what? You can eventually be on there. All you got to do is keep on trying and kicking ass. I know there's one individual. He ended up uh, going 5-1 in a legacy tournament. I was hoping he would get back to me, but he never did because I'm trying to figure out exactly where he played. And I want to know more about this little legacy deck where he went five and one. Very curious. Legacy went five and one. Just curious. I might actually have to have the young man on the show because I, I, I need to learn more about legacy. But we're doing the shout out section. Now, in historic, October 13th, an individual went first place in the, in, with an Azorius build, an Azorius build, mind you, a Platinum Mythic rank player. I don't know who you are, but if you're a Platinum Mythic rank player, you're listening to the show, I'm shouting you out if you went first, if you got a first place October 13th. Now, in Pioneer, Obviously, where we're talking about tonight. October 11th, 5-0 with a BAMP build, Darth Bellerin. Congratulations, Darth Bellerin. Then, October, uh, what day? October 12th. This person went 5-0 with an Azorius build, and it's Bandit Keith. Welcome back, Bandit Keith. This is, what, two weeks in a row? Look at you, kicking ass. October 14th, 5-0 with a BAMP build. It's Moon 2. Or Moon II? Moon 2, right? Okay, Moon 2. October 16th, first place in Pioneer. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. This player played in a Pioneer Tokai Biggie 1 tournament. Okay? This player, October 16th, first place, this player played in a Pioneer Toke Biggie 1 tournament. They were playing a mono blue snow build. I want to shout you out, but unfortunately, your name is in a different language, and I cannot read the characters of your language, and I'm sorry. But I want to shout you out anyways because you got first place. So, on October 16th, first place, if you're this individual who played in a Tokai Biggie 1 tournament with a mono blue snow build, congratulations. So this year, this year, ladies and gentlemen, proves, like I said, this gentleman who I just said, mono blue snow build. Then you had Moon 2 and Darth Bellerin with the Bant, and then you had Candid, uh, Bandit Keith with Azorius. The three decks that I'm talking about in Pioneer, they win. 
So I want to thank these players for kicking ass in Pioneer, doing what they got to do with the Spirit Deck. Now, finally, Modern. Unfortunately, there were no players this week. That sucks. But I did see the Spirit Master out there. He tried the Modern Challenge. He was trying to be successful. Didn't get there, but don't worry. We're, we're still rooting for him, and we will continue rooting for our mass spirit masters out there. And you know what? If you're not a spirit master and a spirit novice, we are still rooting for you. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. If you had any issues, problems, or you know you want to share your thoughts with me, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. And don't forget, October 28th, 9 p.m. on Twitch at Direct Productions channel. I'm going to give you a password where you can win this Azorius, uh, Azorius Spirit Challenger deck. All you got to do is take the keyword, go to my Twitter directly, put in the password, and you win the prize. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, Make sure they say, that's Bushi. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.